Welcome to the Coffee with Curls podcast, a place to have an honest conversation about everyday life while investing the knowledge into our higher selves. Make sure you sip on something good while getting an eargasm full of real. Stay tuned to a brand new episode. Hi, gorgeous people. It's your girl Mimi once again on this mic with a brand new episode of the Coffee with Pearls podcast. And today I have a special guest. Guest, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Eastern Elise, also known as Frankie White. Um, I am a model, but most importantly, I am a stylist and an image consultant. My favorite things in life. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy to have you on the podcast today. I am excited. Me too. It's been a minute. I met Miss E. Oh my God, what? A couple of years ago we met? Well, virtually. We met it's been officially. We, yeah. yeah, virtually we probably met like probably five years ago and then oh, like maybe God. like a year later we met yes. for real for real <laughs> like, <laughs> in person but you yes. were you were gone or you were about to leave yeah. yes yes and then we linked up again of course when you came into town but yes, yes. we we met officially officially we official. I know like and it's I feel like I know you forever it does right it was kismet you know <laughs> like we met over the internet but like yes. our energy was already like pinging off of yeah then when we officially met officially together, met. we were like i know hours. <laughs> it was we hours one restaurant to another to go have drinks i remember yeah. that and i'm like yeah. it was out for a while i was like okay I'm we're back together for a minute. a minute i was like we can hang <laughs> And I personally like to talk, so especially with people. Listen, you down, I'm down. Let's out. Let's be out on the street. Let's talk and have drinks. I'm about that life for sure. All day, all, all day. day. Yes, I love your white hair. I always love. Is it white or is it like it's blonde? white? It is. It's white. Yes. A lot it. of people think it's. They say platinum because they're, I guess, blonde is like the closest to them what they're used to seeing anybody mm -hmm. want to wear. Yes. <laughs> but I've, uh, I've been in love with gray hair my whole life. Yeah. Like when I saw it on older women, I used to be like, man, it's mm -hmm. so sexy. It is. And, yeah. And they would be so, if, if they wore it, because I saw so many women hide it, mm -hmm. I was so like empowered by it because I was like, wow, she's, you know, she's sexy with it. She's confident yeah. I loved it when I was 18 I was sitting in the salon and this woman came in with this all white hair mm -hmm. all gray white it was gorgeous and she had this short like you know the uh I call them the Dina Howard looking haircut yeah it looks like okay. a bowl but it's not you know what I'm saying and I was just like I'm gonna do that I'm gonna <laughs> do that I'm gonna do that one day I'm gonna do that years, good years on you. later Thank it's, uh, you. Because you had the shortcut. I remember you had the yeah, shortcut. Okay. Not like it. Now you have the long. No, it's, it's still short. It it's is. It's just like, you know, braided, you know. You got it braided right it's, Yeah, I got it braided right now. Yeah, but it's still like pixie. It it's pixie. I like it though. It's cute. But it fits your personality. Like if it's you. I feel like um, all this time, you know, you, you try to like go by the guise of hair trends. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. And I tried to do that for so long. And now I feel like I'm just really naturally doing what I find myself to be interested in. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's becoming more me. It's like, it's me. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's that's what I should have been doing all this time. <laughs> <laughs> But you're good. He's doing it now. And I like it. It's I'm gorgeous. Doing it now. Yes. Thank you. I wanted to ask you because modeling for you is like new, right? Have you just started doing that maybe the last couple of years? Uh, I rebranded myself. I've been modeling since I was 17. You were. Tell me. Yeah. Tell us. So um, I was actually like in the singing group. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and uh, well, trying to be in the singing group, but <laughs> the singing group didn't work out it was some issues with like you know girls wanting to be the Beyonce of everything Mm. it was like it can't be a group with the Beyonce Uh, Mm -mm. so um we were you know in a singing group and um the guy who was producing like the songs was like you should model Mm. and I was like no uh, whatever I'm this skinny girl I'm like a size zero I'm I'm awkward in my mind I'm just like okay whatever but um I did a couple of jobs or whatever and then like started getting like some headshots and then uh people started contacting me and was like work with me so I worked really good up until like I was like 24 mm. like did a few like jobs and stuff and um, some extra work and then uh, started to become a family woman and change mm-hmm. my life and but um, I modeled in between there for like makeup artists or hairstylists who like wanted to use my hair because when I went blonde everybody wanted to do my hair yeah it was crazy and I got people who contact me so then that's really what made me be like you know what I'm gonna get back into this I miss it a lot yeah and so I read introduced myself to modeling yes in like the last five years I love it though because I'm like well I didn't know the other side that you've been doing it for so long yeah so I'm seeing you at this stage of the game where you're like okay I'm doing it from this side five years and on yeah because at first I would be doing what other people wanted me to do like Mm. you know I was branding myself towards their direction you know and Although I was, I was comfortable because it wasn't anything compromising or morally degrading or anything. It just was, it just wasn't me, you know, Mm. like it wasn't me and I felt like I was boxed. And so I was kind of glad that I had the separation time because it made me realize when I did reintroduce myself to the career, I wanted to be authentic. I wanted to be able to connect with the things that I do and feel good about them because I'm in a different space. I'm mature yeah. now. I've been through some shit. <laughs> can I say yes. shit? <laughs> yes, you can say whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> and I've come to a place where I'm like, well, I don't want to be spoken for. I want to mm. speak for myself. Okay. And it made it easier for me to you know, really naturally gravitate to things I like. And I, I'm so in love with fashion. That's why I'm a stylist. That's why I like branding. That's why I like all that stuff. But I'm so into fashion, but I'm so into art. So mm. it's like, I want to be able to say, okay, I don't want to be this just fashion model. I don't want to just always be rocking these fashions, even though I love that stuff. Yeah. I want to be able to embrace my natural beauty. I want to be a beauty model. I want to be a boudoir model. I want to be authentically eastern and eastern is a versatile individual Mm. i'm not just one person 
I am one person, but I'm not just one note of a person. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be that in my career because I didn't want to be stuck in a position to not be multi-positional. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? I understand that. Yeah. So tell me about your Eye on You LLC. Tell oh, us. Girl, Eye on You has been like, so you know how you have that dream and you know it starts as this, but you know it's expensive. So mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm going to take it to this level and that level and this level. So I kind of had that idea with modeling when I got back into it. Since I've been a kid, I've been in love with fashion. When I was younger, my mom would buy me like Vogue and all of that stuff because they had very immature articles in them. Mm-hmm. But she would let me buy magazines like the wedding magazine because it was just wedding but I bought it for the dresses. Like I just mm. wanted to look at the extravagant, beautiful patterns and laces and, and, and textures and all the dynamics of like really beautiful fashion. So as a kid, I love fashion. I grew up wanting to always just, I've always been myself, beating to my own drum type of person. Mm. So being fashionable was natural to me because I was just being myself. I was wearing what I wanted to wear. I was liking what I liked and, and putting that to, together, you know? And so when I got back into modeling, I did know that I wanted to do that for other people. And I knew that if I could rebrand myself, and this was my, my kind of like tester, like Eastern, if you can rebrand yourself, you're going to come out with this new name, this new persona, this gray hair, this um, self-confident, self-aware, assertive woman in her career. Not boss, none of that that can be taken away from me. But like, you are going to be who you are, but in in the place of your career. Mm. And so I was like, do that, try it out. If you don't do well, literally, if you don't do well, then you just, you know, model and do something else with, you know, clothing. (laughs) Maybe right. do a clothing line or design something like, but just don't, don't throw yourself into putting yourself on other people. Cause that's what mm-hmm. a stylist and an image consultant is. I am guiding or helping you assist yourself in the direction towards your path or your greatness or whatever you're to be. Anywho. So that was my ideal. I literally started rebranding myself in 2018, Okay. 19 kind of it was like after I lost a lot of weight I had my last baby in 2015 was huge or than I've ever been in my life I felt very miserable and I wasn't in a good place um, in a support system space so Mm -hmm. I just really worked hard lost the weight and was in a position to rebrand myself because that's what I wanted to do Um, and not on anybody's societal standards before anybody goes there Mm -hmm. I truly wanted it for myself it was my mirror that I was looking at that I was unhappy in you know, mm-hmm. um, so I knew that that's what other people want as well. Like, we just want to look in the mirror and be recognizing who we are looking at and be proud yeah. of what we see, you know? Um, so that's what I wanted with Eye on You. And that I said, if I can do that with myself, then I can, I can do, I can trust God to guide me to do that with other people. Cause mm-hmm. I truly ask God for this too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to honey. Cause I had been making too many decisions on my own. It just wasn't working out too well. So I was like, God, listen, I know what I'm over here doing ain't really working for me. Okay. Yeah. You help us out? Like, yeah. Tell me. Yeah. And so the more I was talking in that space, I was being guided to do that. So girl, literally 
I gave myself two and a half years to rebrand myself because I was like, you know, this is your first true, like you love to do this. This is what you feel you're capable of doing. But let's see if you can actually accomplish the chick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we can all tell ourselves a lot of things. My egos would be like, girl, you just real nice. Everybody'd be like, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 So probably less than that I went from like a thousand followers on Instagram to four thousand followers okay and I know people be like that was a lot but I slowly did everything mm-hmm. I educated myself I did research on what it took to be a brand stylist what it took to be um you know to to brand your identity to a brand your image to cultivate an authentic brand so that you're truly recognizing the authentic audience, building an authentic audience support system, uh, loyalty, uh, integrity, and all types of stuff had to be implemented into what I needed to learn to be who I wanted to be for somebody else. So I wasn't going to just jump into it like, oh, you dress nice, put a few outfits together and go out there and do your thing. Mm-hmm. I knew I was being, um, you know, uh, was it methodical? Like I was, I was on a method. I knew I had to yeah. process this. So I was doing my research and learning in the background and slowly putting myself out there. Like, you know, so that I can see, oh, what do I do if I do this and engage me in that way? And then I'm gonna do this this way. Like I probably did a, a, a rebrand, rebrand in the rebrand, like probably four or five times before I stuck to something you know what I'm saying that yeah because I knew that I had to figure out different directions and different ways that I was going to do this in a a natural way because even if you know all the knowledge you still have to be able to apply it Mm -hmm. in an effective way so I was like I want to be effective in somebody's change I don't want to just be ineffectively getting their money and then letting them go into some crap you know yeah so I did. And then six months later, I i mean, not even six months later, like two months later, I multiplied that by another thousand. Like, it's just like, I kept doing better and better and better, but I had found the niche. I found the way mm. that made sense. And it was truly breeding an authentic, true potential within myself, not trusting um, the trends are good to understand because you have to know what, 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 what patterns flow, mm-hmm. but you are not a trend. You are uniquely yourself. You could be a trend. You could involve yourself in some trends, but you're not going to stick with them because they're not fluid. They're not Mm -hmm. yourself. You're going to come in and out of them. You know, when you're building a brand and you're trying to get people to agree to understand you, to build loyalty with you, to identify that within their own selves so that they can connect with you and continue to provide a support for you. You have to be authentic. You can't yeah. just be like, I'm this, and then I do that, and then I do. I want people to know I'm versatile. I don't want you to think I'm one note. I, I knew, knew I needed to show people I'm not this one person. You're going to see this. You're going to see that. You're going to see this. You're going to see that. But you're going to know it's all a part of who I am. It's truly authentic, my my brand. My versatility is not, it's not a fake facade. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to just act in all these different directions. I'm like this all the fucking time. <laughs> She's like, this is me. <laughs> All day, every day. So if you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> and a lot of people are afraid to say that. Mm. They're afraid of what others may think. But those people who think that it's not that if it's not working or it's not good for them are not your people. 
Mm. And you got to be okay with that yeah. because your people is a large amount. It's a large, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here. Like it's <laughs> yeah. too many people in this world for you to feel like you don't have somebody to connect with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure a gamer who first thought I'm going to get on this internet and play yeah. this game instead of getting on my Sega Genesis yeah. was like, I'm not going to have a following. They yeah. didn't think about that. They just was being natural. They got on the gaming system on their PC and they, it's a huge, it's a sporting event now. It is. Millions of dollars. You can get sponsored. I, I look at that sponsored. stuff because I actually have my, um, my husband's nephew does gaming. And he travels and he was like, uh, here in Houston, they did something. Well, it's really like big. They have um, gaming um, places here. They're 24 hours. So, I mean, literally like a coffee shop, you go in there, you can get food, coffee, game with other people. I mean, it's like a whole thing. Some colleges are offering it as scholarships. Get out. It, you know, dead serious. Like it's that big. Like that's how big it is. Can you, I play and... Tetris. Can you ask? <laughs> Can you sponsor me? Give me a scholarship. I am great at Tetris. The other stuff. Hey, them boxes is coming down, okay? I'm, I'm really good at Tetris. Everything else, mm, I, I, I can't. Like Call of Duty, I've tried. It gives me anxiety. I done like when, um, what's the other one that they made a movie of? Um, Resident Evil. I get like tense. I'm like, I can't. I get hot. I'm sweating. <laughs> it's just too much. Like, uh, too much pressure. It's too much the pressure. pressure. <laughs> I get hot. I'm like, oh my God. And I wonder how I played The Walking Dead have like their own video game. Girl, I was screaming. They're like, what's going on in here? I was like, yeah, you see, this is why I stick to Tetris. Tetris <laughs> and Mario Brothers or something. <laughs> Girl, to keep it basic. I still I still play uh, what is that? All-Star Galactica. Like I'm still oh, I'm hell yeah. Pac-Man. Listen, we could do Pac-Man. Sponsor, like give me Donkey a scholarship. Kong. <laughs> Duck Hunt. I got you on Duck Hunt. I, I'm good. The other stuff, even though that little bird used to stress me out too. Stress me out. <laughs> stress me out. Listen, I, I can even do knockout uh, to a certain point, you know. <laughs> but after that. No, although I mean these games now they're like intense. They're like, intense, yeah. yeah. It's it's a whole nother level. It is. Um, uh, listen, if you do that, look, kudos to you. Because I, I I can't. <laughs> I the 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 comparison is just to prove how we don't know what is it's so many people that are on our level, on our mm-hmm. our same direction. They want to do what we're doing. They're thinking about what we want to do. Um, because we're not, we're afraid to be ourselves. Somebody is not ha- having that voice to connect with. There's a, a, a need for all of us. Like there's a need for yeah. all of us. And I want to help people reach that space. Mm. Okay. What I am, what I bring to the table is enough. Yeah. I don't need nobody to validate that for that to start, for mm. me to begin, for me to, 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 to make a move. None of that needs to be justified for me to start doing what the fuck I want to do let's start there then connect that to well how do I define what it is that I'm bringing to because when you do a product a service a podcast any of that you're you're existing in someone else's life you are so how can I be a, a a good existence because nobody 
I don't think anybody starts, I mean, they're scammers, duh. Of course, but yeah. people with good intentions do not start a brand or a business. If you pay somebody to brand you or style you or make your image more definitive, you're definitely not wasting people's time or scamming people. So your intentions mm-hmm. must be good. You don't need to validate that through me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I on you is about validating the unique point of view, like the point where you see yourself mm-hmm. and, and making you see that it can be you all along. And some people just don't know where to start to get there, not to start to, to make the move, not to start to do what they need to do, not to make that decision, to make that choice for their life, because I don't have a, a value in that personally. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, to make people think that as an image consultant, like most other image consultants, that my opinion of you is the only opinion that matters. That's not the case. The point is to bring the opinion out of themselves. And, and to do that through practices, of course, if we are doing something as big as image consulting or concepting, which is branding or um, your brand identity needs to be a concept, it needs to be built or put together because a lot of us have all these million thoughts and mm-hmm. it's so hard to put it together and to define it. I just hear people talk and help them put it together. Okay. You know, yeah. and with styling, it's the same thing. Like, I don't want you to look like me. I look mm-hmm. like me. I look in the mirror and I'm fine with just being the only person that looks like me. Yeah. I want you to look in the mirror and be like, that's me. I'm going to find out what it is that you like about yourself. What it is that you need to see when you look in the mirror. Sometimes people shopping is fun for me because I like clothing I do too it is not fun for everybody it's not I'm aware of that and it's and it's and some people get frustrated I have a sister a god sister who literally when she goes shopping she's a she's a Virgo too oh she is when she goes (laughs) shopping she's stressed like she is really she is picking a million things you know, she just is everywhere. And then she's got all these clothes and she's like, I don't, I don't know what to do with them. Let me like, help you out because yes, honey. <laughs> and that's, and it's, I do that. Like it's, it's not always about like people like, oh, stylist gonna make me spend money. Yeah. To, to, to hire me, of course, but right. not to make you broke. And mm-hmm. I have clients that want me to go buy them a Louis Vuitton bag and they're going to pay me a percentage of that price. That's them. You know, that's yeah. what they want. They don't want to take, I take the work out of shopping for people. I also personal shop styling is more than just, you know, going to put somebody's clothes together. It's about going to get it for them or giving them something to put together. Um, so I will do that as well. But I only you offers all of those things and just the variation of yourself. People want to think that I have like some, I have a plan of action, but that's mm-hmm. just the plan of action to move through how we are going to work through this together. Yeah. Not a plan of action on how I'm going to make you look like somebody I want you to look like. Which is good. So I, I mean, on you yeah. is about the eye on you. Yeah. Yes, I love that. And not, I'm very, listen, I've always loved fashion. And it's funny because I started to go back to like my baby pictures. Even as a kid, at five. Girl. I was styling myself. And I look at that belt and hair. And I'm like, I've always been into dressing. For me, I yeah. enjoy um, 
for me, heels have been my superpower. I always tell people, oh, honey, yes, we know, honey, them shoes. <laughs> Her shoe game, if you don't know, I love please know. <laughs> like, girl, your shoes on point, honey. I love, love. It's always been, you know, it's my mother's fault. I'm going to blame it on her. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on her. It's my mama's fault. It's my mama's fault. She's talking about back in the day, women had to dress up, dress up to go to the club. So she used to have like the matching heels to her gowns and they were like five, six inch heels and she'll go dancing. And I used to put my little feet in there. I was like, oh, Love one her. day, yes, it's going to be me. And so I made that dream, that little dream come true for myself. So now how Because you're an adult is. now. Why not play dress up? You don't know have to afford it now. I know. And I love, love. Oh my God. Obsessed with shoes. It's always been an obsession. Girl. I know. Me too. I used to steal my mom's heels and wear them to the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I used to wear like long pants because I was short. And I would like, she wouldn't know because oh. you couldn't see my shoes. And I, I, I mean, honey, yes, I was bad. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, and as yeah. an adult now, I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. People are so worried about fashion being what is liked by others but you yes. should be able to see yourself in the mirror comfortably yes. and say I like this mm-hmm. and not be ever worried about if you walk out there and not one person looks at your outfit and says they like it but honestly if you start with liking it yourself mm-hmm. you will get more uh gravitational pull in your direction because your energy shows that you're confident in what you have not Agreed. you are worried about what other people think you have you're confident in what you have you don't need to be validated therefore you're speaking for yourself in your walk you know yeah. what i'm saying it's not always got to be so vocal or loud presence is is is, is natural and it people is. will gravitate if it's strong you know if they if you are feeling yourself and it's okay gotta you. it's gotta be like honey when you post your little shoe photos and your feet be like perfectly poised I'm like yes honey, feel the shoes. you're supposed to feel that like yes women who are uncomfortable walking in heels they're like I'm uncomfortable no you just haven't felt strong enough in yourself to feel comfortable mm-hmm. that's personal and we can get there you can there is nothing out of your reach I agree. You got to stop being limited. And yeah. I want people to like, your true potential is so much deeper than what you've ever even, you can't, we, you and I haven't even reached our yeah. full potential, our true potential. True. I agree with that. I mean, I've always for years, 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 I've been wearing heels since I was like about, like by myself, 15, 16. You're in high school. school. I can purchase some bad boys. Okay. <laughs> I got a out. job. I got, I got a job. Okay? And I mean, for years, a lot of women were asked, like, how do you wear here? Like every day. I'm like, that's just part of like. Still to this day. To this day. That's just, I, it just, I love it. Like, you know what? You enjoy something. That's part of who I am. I love to wear them. You know, it's so high. I'm like, you don't have to start that high. It just takes years of practice to walk and be able to be comfortable and knowing, listen, it gets to a level that, you know, what shoes you get to just sit down and look cute. The shoes that you can walk along. <laughs> long ways with you know what I mean there's like there's levels you learn you do there's <laughs> levels to this there's the shoes that just come out on special occasions I mean there's just things that trust and me I learned things people just don't know yes or 
they're afraid to find out. Yes. You don't have to start that high. You can start with a wedge. No. A no. wedge is actually better than those. Uh, for me, um, the small kitten heels, because at least you can learn how to shift his body weight. Honey, I can't yeah. do them kitten heels, honey. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Each their own, but I, listen, when I'm going to do a heel, I'm going to go all out. I'm going to go stu- full stiletto. We're just going to go stiletto, but a wedge is a good way to kind of like learn your body weight because a lot of walking in heels is really shifting yourself. Mm-hmm. shifting yeah, your fact. body and people and it's, don't understand it's truly that. knowing that a lot mm-hmm. of people are walking um on unleveled yes yeah they're walking on their heel or they're walking on their toe yes. and it's like no you're supposed no. to balance this thing out like <laughs> the, the word balance is for more than life stability yes. it is yeah you got these two feet <laughs> and they need you to be able to shift mobile yes. like move in different Move. directions use your if body you are the yeah. reason why your toes are hurting is because you're pivoting towards your toes oh the reason my why God. your heels are hurting is because you're leaning back yeah. on your you're hurting your your so, your, your base you are <laughs> now did you see this video i saw i think it was on tiktok there was this girl that she's like this is how i wear heels long time and she sprayed lidocaine on her feet no. i was like don't do i saw that. the video don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Like, don't. Like, you really got to learn about the shape of your feet. Like, for me, I'm yes. wide. Learn yes. what your feet um, fits because you don't also want to create, you know, having foot issues like corns and having... Um, Buy shoes that fit your yes. foot. If you got to go size bigger, you know, sometimes different brands fit differently. That's just what it is. Especially when you wear pointy toe pumps. Yeah. Pointy toe boots. If you wear any of those, if you have thigh boots or boots yeah. that are six inches or higher if I have or, or four inches or higher if I buy a shoe that's four inches or higher I know that my toe is automatically going to move a little forward mm-hmm. so I need extra room so I do not get that size I get a size 10 I'm a nine so yeah. I get a size bigger a whole size bigger not a half a size bigger because if my foot moves it's going to have so much space in that little pocket yeah. it is not going to feel like it's about to break off into the middle of the the shoe you know what I'm saying like it's about respecting your body too like you of course I would love there are certain things I would love to wear I would love to wear one of these I could wear one of these low v you know like to the belly button dresses Mm. or whatever yeah but I've had three kids right so my titties don't sit the same yeah. and I know that you know what I'm saying so this side would have one titty spilling out halfway I could not wear that you know what I'm saying right. and it's not that oh I couldn't wear that I'm body shaming myself it's it's the fact that I know I wouldn't look appropriate and I respect my body enough that I want to look appropriate in what I put on and um when it comes to like my body I don't want to wear anything that's going to hurt it restrict it Mm. um cause any pain pressure problems for me in the future I want to respect my body I'm not wearing shoes Mm. that are too tight for my like know the shape of your foot you got a wide foot buy a wide shoe they sell wide shoes if you want a guy to think that your feet look small then wear footies around him all the time don't wear a big slouch (laughs) you know what I'm saying how about let that? Him, or let him, tell them to get over it. But yeah. whatever you are doing, be mindful of, of the respect that you have to have for your body mm-hmm. because you still have to take care of yourself. People Great. be trying to look so trendy when nobody cares. 
Nobody. Yeah. You know how many outfits I freaking waste? Talk about it. How many times have you yeah. put on something so fly? Yeah. You be like, I'm stepping out. Yeah. Uh-uh. And I'm not. And, and you get out and don't nobody see how fly you are. Nobody see it. No. I, I tell you, I learned to like know for a long time. And this actually had this conversation with somebody. I'm like, I know for me, and this not this is not a popular opinion for people, but for me, I know I can't wear everything. I'm just being honest and that's okay you live how you live I'm gonna say how I truly am that I, I can't wear everything because my body's not gonna look the same we can have the same outfit and five different bodies and if you're comfortable that's cool but I know for me there has to be a sense of com- being comfortable and being confident in what what I'm wearing you know I think, I think where you're touching into is is the truth of the matter like I don't think that people don't want to show off what they feel comfortable mm-hmm. in. I mean, I, in all honesty, if you're wearing something that isn't fitting you or does not look right on you or whatever it is, um, if you're truly comfortable in that, then when somebody says anything about it, you won't be crying about it. Yeah. You won't be upset about it. For instance, I feel like if I was to show my ass half the time, like I always tell my daughters this, I always say, one thing is for sure. Men can look up vagina on the internet. Mm-hmm. They can. If you are going to show something, don't show everything. Like right. if I have on something see-through, I'm going to have on a full coverage bra. I'm going to have on full coverage underwear and you're going to see my midriff and thigh. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have to show you everything. If you're going to see cleavage and thigh, you ain't going to probably see no midriff. If you're going to see thigh and midriff, you probably don't see no cleavage. I'm not Right. I'm not here for the show. I'm here to show myself that I love what I look like and that when I put it on, I feel comfortable in what I have on. Mm-hmm. I feel like some women uh underlining maybe maybe outside confidence in their minds and they can do this. They don't care if anybody says anything, but when you cry or you're affected or you're triggered by somebody not being favorable of what you have on, then no, you're not truly confident inside. Yeah. And that is what we need to be when we step out. Stepping out is not, like I said, you waste so many looks trying to be seen. Nobody sees that. You need to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't, when I get dressed, I spend so much time in the mirror. If I walk out, somebody didn't see me in my mirror and my camera saw a lot of my <laughs> already. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Please. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to take pictures <laughs> of it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yes. I'm confident in that. And it's true because if somebody was to be like, I don't like that, I would not give a fuck. (laughs) Okay. If nobody looked and nobody looked at me, nobody said I would, I wouldn't care. I could care less Yeah, because I'm truly okay with doing what I'm supposed to do for myself. Mm -hmm. And these women who are like, oh, I'm confident in that. But then when somebody is you're getting all these malicious comments, these vindictive ass words, because these people are going to do that to anybody. You're not, they are. you know, they're not cueing you. They're yeah. just insecure within themselves. But you should be so confident in the fact that you've done this. You made that choice consciously mm-hmm. to wear that. You should be so confident in it that what they say don't matter to you no way. Exactly. But because you're truly not, and you're mm-hmm. doing this for a spectacle, you're doing this for attention, you're doing this for some superficial confidence to please others, then no, you're not pleased when somebody is critical of it. You are hurt. You are affected. It does bother you. And it shouldn't because you should be confident in who you are. That is where 
the IOU is like more precedent in, in my, my message or my work. I don't want you to be doing what you're supposed to do. I want you to do what feels good to you, what you want to be, what you thrive to be, what makes you in, wake up in the middle of the night from a positive dream and excited and involved and engaged. Mm-hmm. I want you to be connected. So if you're going to be connected, you're going to be truly authentic to who you are, which means when you do walk out there, you're not worried about the image that you present to others. You're worried about the connection that you present to others because you're building authenticity Yeah, and you're supposed to be building that. We keep telling ourselves to build that in marriages, in our friendships, mm-hmm. authentic bonds. If somebody can't handle me being who I am, then they probably can't handle me being who I am. Right. You know and then you want people to to separate the two when you have this image, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Your image is you, your brand is you. Yeah. You are a part of your brand. I on you is a sassy ass brand because my sass is my nature in, in myself to want to be who I am at all times unapologetically. I on you is basically that as well. You're truly confident in who you are. And what you see in the mirror and I, the success I get from somebody saying, I felt so like myself. That's mm. what makes me feel good. Not, oh, you dress me so nice. Oh, I'll, I'll let you style me anytime. I look so good. It's, I feel like myself. I didn't feel compromised. I felt good about what I had on. I looked like myself. I felt like I be, that's what makes me, I'd be like, yes. Yes, that's what that's I, it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> like the, you know, that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you need to stop what happens. Right. When I hear that, I get excited. Um, and because I want you to not be afraid of this. It's not for you to walk out here and be like, this is me. I, I dressed like this. And I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, I want you to be like, hello. You know? It's me. It's my alter ego. It's, it's out me. here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because like people be like, oh, you know, so, people need, you know, Beyonce didn't need Sasha Fierce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce is Beyonce. I didn't need Frankie White. Frankie right. White is Eastern. Frankie yeah. White, like there's, I always tell people there's Eastern, there's Elise, and then there's Frankie. Eastern is mature. She's reserved. She pulls it in. She's the person mm-hmm. who's seeking the resolution. So instead of getting angry, she's going to talk about it. Yes. She's going to rationalize it. She's going to keep it together. Elisa's goofy. She's childish. She would be petty if she could all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to play games. She probably wrestles her kids. Um, when the pandemic happened, I went to Target. Facts, mm-hmm. listen. I went and got those big old sumo bubbles you can get. Oh, in. I love those. Yeah. I went and got big Jenga games. I went and got water balloons, water guns. Me and my kids was outside every day, like kicking it, just having the <laughs> I best love that. time of our lives. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Elise is goofy. If Elise could choose a date every time, I'd be like, let's go to the arcade. Yeah, I want to shoot hoops with you. I'm not really good at it, but I'm beat your ass in my mind. I'm excited. <laughs> right. I'm goofy. Frankie White is popping off. She's telling it like it is. She's real. She's honest. She's pure. Like my heart is in Frankie White. Like my heart to be who the fuck I want to be. Like nasty, a little ghetto, bougie, 
a little proper, fun, happy, excited, but stern and aware of herself, confident and walking in her truth and backing the fuck up Eastern and East the whole way. Like all of us. Is it's all of you. I think that I like <laughs> that you described it that way because all of us, I think that we start um, giving ourselves not, not characters because they're all us, right? They're just different yeah. sides of us, right? And it's just being mm-hmm. comfortable enough that sometimes one side needs to take over. You know what I mean? For one moment, this straight up needs to show up for you. You know, yes. I think, and for me, like when I podcast, when I first started podcasting, I was truly nervous because in in general, I'm introverted. I'm only introverted if I know you. Fuck it, I'm extroverted. Like, oh, we talking <laughs> out on the streets, right? But as I got, yeah, I'm like, if I'm comfortable with you, like, listen, I have stories with my friends that they would, I remember they would come to my house and I would open my door with my bra. Like, hey, it's just you. you know? Like, I am that free person. And they're like, I've been doing this since I was young. So this is nothing new. And there's just different sides of me. And then as I got older, I learned to name them that. So like Mimi, Mimi is actually a nickname that I got a long time ago as a kid you know and it's like the girl with with the voice someone that's talking to you someone that's gonna advise you you know what I mean it's kind of like that's who's the person and they just breaking out okay who's the corporate girl which is a different person the corporate girl is different you know (laughs) it's just going around Mm -hmm. and who I am at the edge of who I am I'm still the the nature of the girl who grew up in Brooklyn who has those roots who's just exploring her sides and being creative Letting mm-hmm. her childhood creativity explore, yeah. right? Because too much, too many times, like lately, I even t- I put this on my Twitter. Um, I'm going after the things I wanted as a child. Yeah, I saw right? that because that's yeah. very authentic. When you were a child, very you know for a girl. Fact. And then when you get older, people that's tell you word. can't do this, you shouldn't do this, and I've fallen into that trap of life you know because I took on other people's fears on me yeah so I said I will not do that anymore know that consciously I know that I'm gonna break that just gonna break it I'm scared so that's what I've been doing I've been out here doing scary shit (laughs) and that's what it's about it's about living that childhood mentality like the reason why I can look at myself and be like there is all of me and these three individuals that are me, yeah. uh, the three personas, personalities of truly who I am, is because I'm not like afraid of, yeah. of what it sounds like. And I, and you're right, we grow up with all these implemented fears mm-hmm. and we walk around living our lives in the, the development of these fears and these fears take over how we function. And then we are always compromising our true selves. We're compromising our true desires. We're compromising our true needs because we're so afraid of, of all the things that we were told weren't, weren't acceptable. And it's like, no, no, no. Like you are now, if anything, now you have the ability to be the child you always wanted yourself mm-hmm. to be as like the person you wanted to be as a child the freeness that you have now to actually implement those things mm-hmm. like you are truly in control of making all that other shit disappear and yes. bringing that true I wanted to be this like all of my desires as a child I want that I want it all mm-hmm. I want to be the girl who I, I now get to like I said play dress up then 
I was using towels and sheets and, and whatever my mom <laughs> had in her closet that she wasn't mad about me taking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To play dress up. Now, if I want to play dress up in that outfit, I can play dress up in that outfit. If I want to <laughs> try on different clothes, like I could just do whatever I want to do as, as all the times I wanted to do them. And I can do them in, in a, a place where I'm, I'm in good space. I'm yeah. happy. I'm fulfilled. I'm like, I'm in a joyous position. And I want everybody to be in that position. Like, if you are doing something, the work is hard. The business mm -hmm. is hard. I own a business. But having a podcast, having anything outside of your work, day-to-day -day work, it, it's it's a business if you're if your time is consumed if your energy if you're worried about statistics and all of that yeah. stuff to make sure that your stuff keeps flowing all of that is is so hard <clears throat> and if you are a business-minded person sometimes you need the creative to help you assist yourself with that if you are a strategical person sometimes you need a free-spirited mind to release you from the strategy of it all and just let you flow into the process of it all that's my position is to like bring something to to provide you that freedom to get to where you want to be in a in an easy accessible way and styling and branding and image consulting could be just so so structured but it could also be freeing and mm -hmm. i don't want to feel i don't want anybody to feel constricted or restricted by what they have to be as a person. I want them to be free in that. Like that's a freeing thing to be able to be a child, like in space of the stuff you want to do. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I get to make these these things because I want to do things with my hands. Everybody's different. So there's so many different things that we have to like consider. Like I can't go to somebody who does law yeah. and then somebody who is a painter and give them the same concept. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have to look at this lawyer for who they are and be like, okay, so you want people to, to take you seriously, but you wanna be relatable. You wanna connect to people. You want people to trust you because people don't trust lawyers. So right. you wanna be, let's let's of course get some photos of you hand, handling your business, but let's get some photos of you kindly, community involved or a, a stage photo of you playing with a child or sitting there with a, a child, giving them advice or looking relatable, looking connected. You know, you may want that persona. There may be another lawyer who writes contracts. I need people to understand that if you come in my, uh, my office, I'm not budging on the contract. So I got you in this boardroom looking strong, looking confident, looking, you know, like it's, it's different levels. And it it's, that's what has to be seen in this like industry people want to do this cookie cutter shit and we just not cookie cutters. We're no. so individual. We're so the child that we were when we were six years old, wanting to be on Soul Train, strolling down the okay. line. I know I Listen, did. I thought okay. I was going to be a dancer. A soul Girl, can wait to get my cute outfit together, honey. I wanted to be in a little circle next to the, yeah. the host. Yeah. You know, because that girl, she was always dancing real crazy. Yeah. Looking all happy. I did. Oh my yeah, God. I wanted I to be her. I wanted to be an ice cream girl on the Wu-Tang Clan uh, a video. Okay, I'm just kidding. Yes, I, I got the shirt. <laughs> I still have that dream. Like, for real. So much that one. I was telling someone <laughs> that I was thinking about um, doing, like, having, like, an ice cream business. Like, have an ice cream truck girls. 
Like for real. That'd be hot. Yeah. That'd be hot. Because that that would be hot. That'd be hot. I'm just saying, you you heard it here. Don't try to steal the shit. Yes, but yes, I'll be hot. It's okay. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and get that copyrighted real okay, quick. I'm gonna go ahead and make that You know, I'm telling you, I still want to be in a video. I, I was even thinking, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do a photo shoot. It's like that concept. I love that. I wanted. I've been thinking about this with the ice me. cream truck. Yes, I have my butterfly yeah. shirt. You know, like yeah, I have this image of doing this for like I don't know years. This is my I think that's awesome. And just have it, yes. And I know who I want to do it with, like photographer-wise and all that stuff. Of course, I got to do it in New York, you know. And I have this. Image you got to do it. it. I have to do, do it. it I have to do it. I have. It'd to. be good if you could get like a one of those frosty trucks. Oh, the uh, Mr. Softy, yes. Mr. Softy, yes. Yeah, that, yes. that would be ideal. That would be the I ideal. I think I could definitely get that. I can manage that some way, somehow with connections. But yes, I have I have this um image of wanting to do that. Just like have someone do my makeup. I have an image of an outfit that I want. I got the shoes already. Listen, I got the shoes. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so that that's in the bag. That's, that's in the bag. I got the shoes. <laughs> but something that I always want, I just wanted to do that. I've been thinking about this, oh god, for years. I'm like, you know. I love that. Right? Girl, while I'm sitting here talking to you, why did I just come up with the idea for what the business is going to be called? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I wouldn't mind like doing the photo shoot and then having different girls too with me in the photo shoot, which I think that'd be dope. <laughs> yes. I want to do, I want to do like something like that, but, but more so like the milkshake video. Oh, with Khalees. Like in the diner. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Yes. Listen, I have my little creativity bubble of wanting to do stuff. I was like, I'm gonna do it. I, you know what? I'm gonna put it out there. I'll do it next year. So like that, I'll manifest. Put it out there. I'm gonna put it out there. I'm gonna do it next manifest year. Manifest it. You manifest are going it. to do the ice cream theme photo shoot in 2022. Oh my god. Look, so you gotta say it exactly like that. You know, <laughs> Put the words in there. The words. The, it's the it's the, the it's the direction of the timeline. The 2022. 2022. That's specific. Because if you say next year, then you could say next year, the next year. No, no, no. 2022, we're gonna do this. Oh my god, I don't put it out there, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't put yes! it out there, it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. I have an idea of it. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm just whoever wants to uh I'm gonna have some people that they down that want to do it with me. Is welcome. You welcome. Oh, girl, I will come. First of all, any excuse to come to that city, (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) I will take it. Okay. I love that city. Uh, I love. I miss home. I I I mean, I wouldn't live there because it's expensive. It's expensive. I paid attention. Yeah, New York City, y'all expensive. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. I love you, home, but y'all be walling out with these prices. (laughs) Yeah, just do too much. Stop stop it you know the food is phenomenal the vibe is amazing but it's costly i just come visit come visit (laughs) i know because we were supposed to meet at that curly hair fest remember and something happened it was something because they do it every year they didn't have it last year but they're gonna have it this next year i hope i'm thinking about doing it i'm gonna go you going yeah okay i said i was going back when they have it again because i was 
Okay, so and I'm going to go. I'm so glad that you told me about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The yeah. hair. You the, need to, well. The, 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 the culture. The, I'm going to share the this vibe. Did you see the one that I went to in um, the pictures I took in June? No. Oh. It was, um, oh my God, let me think. Well, I forgot the name of the, of the House of Pearls did a retreat. Okay. It okay. was in um, July, June to July, girl, June. Um, it was in Dominican Republic. It was uh-huh. 47 curlies in oh. DR. It was like amazing. It was like a quick four, four or five days. I did see time. those. Yeah. I didn't know that what that was. That sounds so awesome. They're doing it again next year. They're doing it um Memorial Day weekend, it looks like around that time. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you posted. And I, whoever wants to go to, I'm putting it out there. I'm not sponsored by them, but I had a good time. No <laughs> and drama. Those things are cool. Yes. And I think they're yeah. going to do it in Mexico this year, this upcoming year. They're going to do it in Mexico. So I'm going to let you know if you want to come through. Yeah, let me know. a good time. Next year, I'm doing everything I want to do. You're doing everything. Okay. I, so <laughs> I turn 40 next year. Sure. And I, well, I, I just have this new, like, I went through a, a lot these last couple of years and mm-hmm. just really, um, instead of when I was younger and I was in the fear developmental stages, like life was just fearful. Everything was scary. I would take a different approach to how I handled life's challenges, basically. Mm. And so um, I, in this last couple of years, went through a divorce. Branding yourself, rebranding yourself is something very interesting that I would mm. like to connect to this. Um, and rebranding myself, I had to dig deep and and tear away a lot of layers of the fears that I had about who I was and what people told me I couldn't do. And um, it was very painful of a process because when you're peeling layers away from, from toxic stuff, because it was unhealthy layers I was pulling away. I wasn't just peeling away layers to get to myself. Oh, this was healthy, but I don't want it because that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing that. I was moving, removing things that was not good for me, that wasn't purposeful for my life. And unfortunately, some of those developed situations were current. And mm-hmm. so while I was peeling them away, um, I was, it was, it was hurtful. Even though you have to, I want to reach my full potential because I know God put me here to do that. And mm-hmm. I want to, I want to serve God. How I'm going to serve others fulfillingly is by serving God first. And serving myself, of course, within serving God. Um, But um, when I was going through all of that, I had to sit in some things that I used to run away from. When I developed Mm. in my fear developmental stages, I would run away from everything that I had to face. I would, I would hide. I would, I would distract. I would disguise. I would do things to get myself out of that mode. I would overwork myself. I would overindulge in certain things. It was just negative stuff on top of negative stuff. But this time I really peeling back the layers, losing things that hurt me. I had to grieve, I had to respect that space. I had to hurt and, and relate to where the pain was coming from, like truly connect to some core shit. Um, it made me realize just how much more I want out of this life and freeing myself with those layers. I became more aware of how much more is to me that I want to be and how great 
I want to feel in myself when I wake up every day. I want to wake up, even if it's a, I wake up and I'm not exactly as productive as I usually am. Mm-hmm. If I wait, I give myself this grace. I rebranded myself to truly love and see my rebranding myself was more than just putting my image out there for people to connect with me. I connect with true people now. I, I have people who like support me, like don't be like, oh, you're pretty or, oh, you look good in that outfit. My support system is a true support system now because I'm truly supporting myself. I'm truly being myself. I'm loving myself. I'm not hurting anymore. When I look in the mirror, I'm not afraid of, of the change that happens when it comes. I'm not running away from anything. I'm facing them dead and center. And I'm excited about what I have to face because I know I don't have to be afraid of it. I'm not afraid of myself anymore. Mm. And it's a beautiful space because I'm open. So when somebody comes to me and they're not looking like me, they're not, and they're not who I am or how I think or any of that, I'm not triggered. I'm not affected. Mm. I can receive them. I'm open to them. I open myself up to a whole new lease on life. And I'm excited about that because I'm not afraid of, of meeting new things and meeting new challenges. I'm not afraid of coming into something that doesn't suit me so well so that I have to redirect myself to something that does. I'm okay with everything now. And it's like, it becomes that position where you become okay with, I am not there, but I will get there. Mm-hmm. I am not in what I want to have, but I know that I can believe it to be, I can dream it. I can make it happen because I want it. I want it. So I'm a, I'm a give it. Mm-hmm. And next year is I'm a get it. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm at this place where I'm a get it. I'll be 40 and I'm a fucking get it. I don't yes. want 40. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know Listen. what you did to my juju, but I'm really, <laughs> I'm like, whatever I, you did, I appreciate it. Whatever you did is good. Uh, Listen, I so sometimes can't believe I turned 41. I can't either. I can't even believe. I like, I'm not. I definitely don't. I don't know. I, I guess, you know, when you're like really young and you're a teenager, you think 40 or 40 is old and it's not. Why you think like, it's old as hell? No, you do, but think, you know what? People implement that into us. That whole over the hill thing and all that. Listen, I'm happy to be alive and to have my senses, to be healthy. That stuff really matters to just have, to be here, be present. Listen, we lost a lot of people in the last two years. And I'm just, I'm grateful and to be here. It's about being truly appreciative and grateful of the fact that you exist. All yes. that other stuff is residual. It is. You looking good, you feeling good. All that stuff is like, you weren't promised any of that. You were promised no. to wake up every morning. That's you it. see a rainbow. I was promised not to kill you in some mass destruction type <laughs> of way. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's, you were promised just to live, to be. Yeah. You, that's what you were given. The rest of this is up to you. Yes. And I've made the choice that I want the rest of it. I love that. I love that. So I want you to tell the people where to find you or the connection. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we're going to start with the most important. You can find my business at www.ionyou.net. So that's www.ey3onyou.net. Remember that. And I also am on Instagram at ionyoullc, also ey 3 the reason why I have it EY3 is because it looks like the eyes are staring. It looks like it's staring at each other. Yeah. It's still I. Okay, guys. <laughs> still, the, <laughs> still the word I. And the legal 
presidents in my business license, EYE, because they wasn't going. <laughs> um, so it's I on you LLC. That's um, Instagram. That's also my TikTok as well. Um, but you can also follow my modeling page, which is at Frankie White, and that's Frank underscore E underscore White. Uh, that's my TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those is at Frankie White. Uh, so that's how you can find me. And Frankie is always still Frankie White. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where you can find me. So yeah, and come, 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 follow me. Yeah, go follow her. I'm gonna put all this information <laughs> on the show notes so you guys have it as well, and it's visual. Awesome. And, and I have I a YouTube channel coming out. So. Yes, tell us. It's, it's going to be Frankie White because I I love that that person in me that wants to speak up for accountability and speak up for us as people, period. Um, I'm not here to be anybody's savior or captain saver or warrior, but I do feel like there's conversations that we just are not having with each other. I've been on that level with my other shows. Um, <clears throat> Tuesday talks with Sis and she said, she said, so show but I was always implementing um a lot of lessons that I've learned as well is that I can be myself and I don't have to be I don't have to have somebody else there to validate my word I was the person behind those shows I was the person scripting those shows putting together what we talked about the subject matter and and whatnot but I wanted somebody else there to validate my voice Mm. I didn't know that I had a voice that I could validate on my own <laughs> so yeah. Frankie White is 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 my voice, but I'm I will have guests because I think that we collectively need our voices to be heard. It's not just my voice that needs to be heard. Other people have an opinion, and I just want to say something that resonates with somebody, and I'm sure there's somebody that it's going to resonate with because there's some shit that's going on in this world and, and about relationships. My whole Frankie White is about relativity, relationships, and relationships is everything. It's yourself. It's your people, it's your job, it's your family, everybody, it's, life is relationships. So it's about life and relationships. Okay, now, <laughs> so you guys stay tuned for that. I want to thank yes. you for being on the podcast. I appreciate you thank so you. much. And as always, you beautiful. thank you. As always, everyone, I appreciate you for tuning in. And until the next one, have a good one, gorgeous people. Hey, gorgeous people. One last thing. You can find the podcast on the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can listen to the podcast really on any platform that you prefer to listen to this episode or any of my episodes. And one last thing, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That's the way they can find us. The more the reviews are on there, the more the podcast gets to be seen. As always, I appreciate you guys. And until the next one, have a good one.